This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 203. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. Last week, we had an interview with Dr. Jesse Sanders, so I hope you enjoyed her. And if you didn't get to listen to that one, go back and do it. She was super fun, a great entrepreneur, and um, she does fish medicine, which is super cool, I think. And I have a bunch more interviews lined up for you um, that I've been recording lately, so they will be coming up soon. Great podcast with some really fascinating people, so I hope you're enjoying them. This week, you just have me, um, but I'm going to piggyback off of the last few podcasts that I've done, the one on limiting beliefs and the one on taking action. I want to add another step to this self-development journey that we're on, and today I'm going to talk to you about showing up for yourself. Now, this topic came to me while I was doing my yoga on YouTube that I promised you that I was going to do on the on the last podcast that I recorded. If you remember that Taking Action podcast, I talked to you about the fact that I wanted to do yoga more often. And so I was going to take some action towards that goal. And that's exactly what I did. I started doing some videos on YouTube uh, with Yoga with Adrian. And if you haven't seen her, she's great. Her videos are a way for me to do yoga, do it simply and easily because I can do it right in my own living room. I don't have to go anywhere. It's great. So I've been kind of getting over my limiting belief that I'm not very flexible and I'm starting to do more yoga daily. And I'm happy to say that I've been doing well on that. Well, the other day at the end of her video, she said something that really sparked my interest. She said, show up for yourself today. And I loved that closing statement because we often forget to show up for ourselves. We show up for our family, our clients, our friends, but we rarely think about ourselves. And on one hand, I love the unselfish nature nature of veterinarians people who think of others first before they think of themselves. But if we continuously think of others, we'll eventually run out of energy and the capacity to remain healthy and remain healthy enough to be of service to others, right? So we have to put ourselves first. Showing up for yourself means honoring your time, loving yourself, being your own advocate, And it can mean many different things to different people, but making your needs a priority, emotionally, physically, mentally, that's all part of showing up for yourself. And showing up for yourself with love in mind, self-love. So if we're going to do that, if we can do that, let's talk about some of the things that we can do on a daily basis to actually show up for ourselves. So first, let's talk about why it's important to show up for yourself. And the most important reason is that you matter. You are unique, you're worthy, you're an individual, 
someone that deserves to have a full, happy life, true abundance, an incredible life. You deserve the life of your dreams, and that's the only way to put it. But the only way to get that life is to show up for yourself and give to yourself. Give yourself the attention that you need. The second most important reason that you need to show up for yourself is that in order to serve others, which is part of the job that we do, you need to be fully healthy, fully rested, fully nourished, and whole. You need to be emotionally whole. You can't help other people until you help yourself. So self-deprivation, self-sacrifice, that's something that's not sustainable. So if you don't show up for yourself, you'll end up being stressed out and burned out, and that doesn't help anybody. And I'm sure there's many, many other reasons that you can come up with that showing up is important. But the main one is that taking care of you is job number one. So I did some research and I kind of came up with a few things, a few ways that you can begin to show up for yourself. And I'm sure that you can think of more, but here's what I came up with. The first one is to become clear with where you are and what you want. Now I talk about this a lot, but we need to take some time for self-reflection and self-awareness. What do you want from your life? And you're the only one that can answer that question. When your brain and your life feel like a mess, you need to start somewhere, right? So sit down and think a little bit. What are your life goals? And if that sounds like too much to think about, it's too overwhelming, maybe ask yourself, what is my one goal for today? And that's a start. Is there something that I can do today to inch forward just a little bit? And when you start to answer that question, you can start to move forward. You can start to take action just a little bit. And that's where your clarity will start to come from. Ask yourself some difficult questions until you get an answer. Don't give up on yourself. Ask yourself, what do I need? What steps will I take to get there? And if you don't know the answers, just keep asking the questions. Sometimes just dumbing it down a little bit for yourself, starting with something small, feels less overwhelming. And chipping away at your brain until you get an answer is what it's all about. Another way to show up for yourself is to create some self-discipline. So to really show up, you need to be resolute in your values. You need to be disciplined in the goals and the things that you want, right? So once you figure it out, start with some self-discipline. If you start to develop a strong sense of what it is that you want, you're more likely to make choices that align with those values, choices that align with the steps that you need to take to work towards that goal. When I first bought my veterinary hospital, I knew that I wanted it to be a place of honesty. I wanted it to be clean. I wanted it to be family friendly. And I wanted my team to feel cared for and loved. And I wanted to have a life outside of veterinary medicine. And I wanted my team to have the same. So with that in mind, I worked to try to schedule my time 
to attend the family events that I wanted to attend. And then also be open with my team members so they could get their needs met. And that meant when their kids had an event at school that I might have to work late so they could attend their children's things. And on the days that I had a kid's thing, they would work for me. I wanted my team to spend time attending to their goals, to their home lives, to their dreams as well. So it all goes back to our discussion on taking action in order to get what we want. But we first must know what that is, right? And then we have to take the steps to get there. So that all involves discipline and self-discipline. And that's showing up for yourself. Now something that can help towards this showing up goal is to honor your gut. Honor your gut feelings because we need to listen to ourselves before we can show up for what we want. And that means tuning into your emotions, starting to make your choices with your feelings at the core, right? If your gut tells you that you need some time to feel sad or just have a good cry, if your gut tells you that you need some rest, that you need to create a boundary, that you need some time to recharge, then go ahead and do that. Listen to your body. Listen to your gut. It's one way to learn about yourself and show up to honor yourself, your emotions, and the things that you need. And a way to honor your gut feelings and the way to start to show up is to speak up for yourself. One of the most challenging things for me is saying no. Because I'm naturally an extrovert, I'm a people pleaser, and I'm usually really most happy when everyone around me is happy. So that is at the core part of my personality. And there's nothing wrong with this way of thinking. If you're a people pleaser and you like to see other people happy, that's great. But it's not great if it keeps me from caring for myself my physical needs, and my emotional needs. So you can go over the top with people-pleasing, right? And we talked about a little bit about that before. So if I serve others to, to the detriment of myself, then that's when I can become run down. And then I start to lose interest, and I just don't have the life that I want. So learning to speak up for yourself is a skill that you can learn and that you can practice. So if you admit that you have a people-pleasing problem, like I do, you can begin to pre-plan for that. Pre-plan your boundaries, I like to call it. So when I'm pre-planning my boundaries, it helps me to have the strength to decline when someone asks for my help or when someone asks me to go out, you know, because as an extrovert, if somebody says, let's go to dinner or let's go to an art show or something like that, the first thing I want to do is say yes. But if I'm very depleted and I need some self-care, I really should say no, right? So it kind of looks something like this when you're pre-planning your boundaries. Let's say that I decide, my gut tells me that I need some rest and I have Saturday off. So this Saturday, I might decide that I want a free day on my weekend, And it may mean just to rest or it may mean to get some things done that I want to get done just for me, but that is my desire to have a free Saturday. 
So in order to protect my Saturday, I might have to think ahead of time of the ways that I might get pulled away, that that Saturday might get taken away from me if I don't create a boundary. So I'll have to say to myself, self, if your husband wants you to go somewhere on Saturday, you will say no. Or I might warn my husband ahead of time that I'm planning a Saturday for myself. So then he won't ask me. So I'll ask him, would you please honor that? Will you help me create a boundary around Saturday? Because I really want that day to myself. And then I'll vow not to answer the phone, not to open the door if someone knocks, not to go on social media because I don't want to see what other people are doing because that extroverted people-pleasing self might want to give up that Saturday to do something else. I don't want to read email. I don't want to check my text messages. So I can stick to my plans for Saturday, even if it disappoints someone else, right? If if I'm disappointing someone, that people pleaser is going to be difficult to guard against. So plan to stay strong, speak up for yourself, and ask for what you need, whether it's asking your family or asking your friends or just asking yourself. And if you struggle with speaking up, practice it. Maybe just try in little ways to ask for something once a week to speak up for yourself. Ask for just a small need and practice, right? And that way you start to show up for yourself in little ways, and then you can start showing up for yourself in bigger ways by setting boundaries, by asking for help, by just honoring your gut and yourself, right? Now, another way that I think we can show up for ourselves is keeping our negative thoughts in check. Because honoring your emotions is really difficult, but facing the negative thoughts is a whole nother challenge. You need to be fully aware of all the messy negative thoughts that are happening in your head. And I teach the thought dumping a lot. And something that I thought of the other day is mind vomiting because I thought, what's another, what's another word for thought dumping? Oh, mind vomiting. That one's even better. So my new favorite term for getting all your negative thoughts out, on, out of your brain and on paper so that you can work on them is mind vomiting. So doing this mind vomit or thought downloading is a great way to see all your negative thoughts and improve your mental health by challenging all those self-deprecating thoughts as they come up. It'll be super, super difficult at first. When I ask someone to do this, they always struggle. And I struggle as well still when I'm working on it. But if you challenge yourself to do the thought downloading and the thought dumping, little by little, it gets easier. And it also helps you show up for yourself by checking and noticing your negative thoughts. So start treating yourself as someone you love and keep those negative thoughts in check. And along that same vein, I want you to stop being so hard on yourself. The one thing that keeps us from showing up for ourselves is our propensity for self-judgment. We beat ourselves up mentally and hang on to every mistake that we make. That perfectionism gets in our way, right? We use it as fuel against our self-confidence and our self-worth even. And this 
isn't only unnecessary, but it keeps us from allowing ourselves to have success. So when you hear your thoughts telling you that you're inadequate, that you're not right, that you're not worthy, all those things that our negative brain says to us, be strong against that judgment. Realize that it's unnecessary. Clean up your thoughts so that you can have your own back. And one way to help you do that is to practice some self-care, but consistently. Because once you start to know yourself better, you can start to develop some kind of self-care practice. It's not magical. It's not going to solve all your problems. But you need to be aware that your life will be better if you're caring for yourself. And life will still be half good and half bad. Bad things are still going to happen. You're still going to have negative emotions. But if you're consistent in showing up for yourself and doing something, really anything to take care of yourself, you'll start to see some small changes. It might start out as just brushing your teeth regularly twice a day if you don't already do that. Or maybe it's flossing. Maybe you don't floss like you should and your dentist gets on your case every time you go. That might be just enough to start some self-care. Going to bed on time, which is something that I really struggle with. I don't like to go to bed on time. But any little thing that you can do to start to take care of yourself is going to help. It's going to be a bit better than what you've been doing. So change something very small and then do it consistently every day until it starts to stick. And changing habits takes time, right? We know that. It takes, I think it's 90 days to get a new habit. So pick a little one, do it for 90 days, get that self-care routine going. And then once that's routine, you can always add something, something a little bit bigger, not quite as easy, right? Okay, so the last few podcasts we've talked about your limiting beliefs. And remember, they're still going to be there. So when you're unloading your brain, doing your mind vomiting, you're probably going to have some of those limiting beliefs show up. They're going to continue to show up. You're going to have to continue to work on them. And then the next podcast, we talked about taking action. And taking action and showing up for yourself are very similar. There's a little bit of a difference in my mind. The action steps, you just have to push yourself through. The showing up for yourself, you have to really think about. So I hope you take this advice this week and do a little bit, take a little bit of time to show up for yourself, even in a small way. Just start with something. So to summarize, I'm going to go back quickly through the steps. Become clear with where you are and what you want. Create some self-discipline. Honor your gut feelings. Then speak up for yourself. Set some boundaries, right? Keep your negative thoughts in check and work on them. Quit being so hard on yourself. Get rid of that judgment. And then practice some self-care consistently. And that's the key. It has to be consistent so it can become a habit. And I know that showing up for yourself is not always easy. But I want to thank Yoga with Adrian for reminding me that that's so important. If you do the work needed to love yourself, you'll build some capacity to create that abundant life that you really desire. Okay, 
So before I wrap up this podcast, I want to do a couple of quotes for you. And the first one is from Stephen Hawking, and it's short and sweet and to the point. But Stephen says, half the battle is just showing up. And I like that because showing up, we often do for our work, for our family and all of that. That's easier. But showing up for ourselves is much, much more difficult. The next quote I have is from Deborah Day. And Deborah says, Nourishing yourself in a way that helps you blossom in the direction that you want to go is attainable. And you are worth the effort. You are. You are worth the effort. So don't forget that. That one's really important. And the last quote I have for you is from Maya Angelou. And she says, As you grow older, you will discover that you have two hands, one for helping yourself and the other for helping others. And that one is profound, right? You need to take care of yourself with one hand and then you can open the other hand to help other people. Okay, everyone, listen to me and listen to Yoga by Adrian and show up for yourself this week. If you want to try life coaching, Go to my website to sign up for a free session there, and I can help you figure all this stuff out. Go to juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com, and on one of the pages, you'll find a place to sign up for free coaching. It'll go to my calendar, it'll send me an email, and then I'll email you back, and we'll set up a time on Zoom to meet. If you have any questions for me or you have any suggestions for the podcast, You can send me an email at jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And you can also reach me on Instagram and Facebook and all those places. So do that. I'd love to hear from you. So go do some work on yourself this week so you can show up for yourself and have a beautiful week. Bye. Bye.